P.S. I Love Hoffman is brought to you by the Cage Club Podcast Network. For all things Cage Club related, head on over to cageclub.me. That's cageclub.me. Iggy Pop! Amen! Let it rock! I'm a fucking idiot. Red meat, we crave sustenance. I'm an artist. Hello, my name is Jimmy Cody. Why don't you have some fun? Fun, fun. Tommy, that's a tape thing. Whoever she is, I'm gonna find her and I'm gonna hurt her. I've spent the past three years learning Finnish! <laughs> I'm always home, I'm on cool. This is a process of dehumanization. Shut, 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 shut up! Hey, Hoff fans, welcome to another episode of P.S. I Still Love Hoffman, our love letter to the remarkable career of the late, great Philip Seymour Hoffman. I'm still Brian Rodriguez. And I'm still Kyle Reinfried. And we're always home, we're always uncool, we're always ready to talk all things Philip Seymour Hoffman that we can find. But as it is mid-January, not quite Oscar season, not quite Hoffman article season, to be frank, (laughs) not a lot of Hoffman news out there. No. It's it's our cold mountain. It's a cold, you know. It's a desolate time of <laughs> Hoffman esque news, or just yeah, you know. There's always tangents. Yeah, we're still here. We're still watching the movies. We're still talking about it. Before uh, and we're not going to get into it. But before we press record, you and I had a nice little discussion on those David Fincher, P.T. Anderson back and forths that are over a decade old but yeah you guys just google search it it's not hoffman related but it is interesting if you're into film perfect example of a tangent the closeness to philip Seymour hoffman is pretty much at the time that uh pt anderson said this one thing about fincher back in 2000 that's when magnolia is coming out and hey that's a movie that we haven't covered yet so very true very true well we covered it of course in our yes first in run, our initial run in, our in, 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 the, in the rewatch yes so, I mean, we're going to spin the wheel today. We're going to figure out what we're going to watch next for our February 1st rewatch. Um, I, I thought Cold Mountain was fun. I thought that was, I mean, fun, you know, all things considered. <laughs> it's a long love epic, but it was fun to watch that movie again. I think we have some fun things coming up. Oh, yeah. You, you know, I actually, I, I listened to a uh, WTF episode that Nicole Kidman was recently on because she. Oh. I think it was primarily for her new um, the HBO show or HBO miniseries. I mean, she she has a bunch of projects on HBO, but yeah, she, uh, it was you know good good interview with Marin. But unfortunately, she didn't mention anything about Cold Mountain. I guess the movie she kind of talked about the most was Eyes Wide Shut. A lot of Kubrick talk. They shot that movie for like a year and a half. And since she was like, you know, married to Tom Cruise at the time, they were both living over in England. And it sounded, it's a cool interview, but unfortunately no PSH talk. But I I guess she wouldn't really have any stories from Cold Mountain anyway, because they didn't share scenes or were they even in the same country shooting? <laughs> As true, discussed. true. I don't even know. Um, I mean, she's great. We talked about her on that Cold Mountain episode. The Undoing is the show, which I haven't seen yet, but everyone who, yeah. who I know who's seen it says it's yeah, great. Yeah, I've heard good so. things, so definitely will be something I'll check out eventually. But it's always good to check out those WTFs, what the Fs, uh, Mark Marin <laughs> podcasts, because he has had a couple people a couple times say things about Hoffman. He clearly has an affinity for Philip Seymour Hoffman. He asks about it and brings it up. Who was it? Uh, Laura Linney. Laura and Linney, yeah. 
and uh, oh, Amy Sedaris. Yes, yes. So uh, I'm sure he'll have guests in the future who talk about him. That's for Hopefully. sure. Yeah, I, you know, I, I would love for him to have on somebody like uh, John Ortiz, you know, uh, Philip Snorofflin's close friend, Labyrinth, you know, partner, and uh, Jack Goes Boating co-star, the play and the movie. Yeah, maybe if John Ortiz gets a big role uh, coming up, that'd be nice to see. I'd like to see that for him. Yeah. I'm trying to think who else he could potentially have that I'd really be excited about. I mean, P.T. Anderson, of course. Yeah. But Yeah, that would be that would be cool. You're you're saying that you'd be excited that he have on that has like, you know, connection to PSH. Yes, I guess who's probably going to say something about Hoffman. Um, possibly like Mark Wahlberg, especially because that was like one of his like first big films. Yeah, um, I don't know. I don't. I don't see Wahlberg being a guy. Like, yeah, you know, like PSH, yeah. he was like a good guy. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Like exactly, <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe Marky will surprise me, but like, yeah. <laughs> Who knows? I feel like maybe Tom, maybe Tom Cruise. That, you know, like Tom Cruise, maybe, maybe, um, maybe to, yeah. Amy Adams. Yeah, Amy Adams. I mean, Joaquin Phoenix. Yes, that'd be great. Which they mentioned Joaquin on the Nicole Kidman because there's that early movie. Oh, is that a high school movie? Did you cover that? It's. A, I know. I don't know if it's a high school movie, but he's like a younger kid, and she's. Like supposed to be a little older. I think it's a teacher, uh, student relationship. Really, I I, I never heard of this movie. It's something that she. Was Let like me open early, Joaquin's early, filmography. Early, yeah, so early in his career, like we. You know, All right, here's what he has early in his career. Kids don't tell. That might be it. Uh, a made-for-TV television drama about child molestation. He uh, Nicole Kidman's not in this, so it's not that movie. Okay. I wish I didn't know that movie. Space Camp? <laughs> I don't think that's it, no. <laughs> I didn't even know this, like, early... When he's Leaf Phoenix, he's not Joaquin Phoenix. I didn't oh, know this, wow, yeah. I didn't know this early history of Joaquin Phoenix. Okay, so it's not Space Camp. Um, Ruskies. That doesn't sound A right. comedy <laughs> drama starring Whip Hubbley and Leaf Phoenix. <laughs> what year is this? This is... 87. Oh, okay. No, this is definitely, I feel like not until like the mid 90s, this movie. Oh, Parenthood. He's in that? Steve Martin? <laughs> no, wait, not, the, not okay. the TV show, Parenthood? No, not The Parenthood. The, oh, that to was To Die For, To Mine. Die For. That has that has her. Nicole Kidman, Joaquin Phoenix, 1995. Oh, yeah. Is that the movie that she wants like the kid to kill the husband that is always parodied? What, in Wayne's World? <laughs> <laughs> Suzanne Stone. Has always been obsessed with being on television, aspiring to become a world famous broadcast journalist. She, she marries Larry Moretto, using his family restaurant business to keep. What is this? Okay, family I don't see restaurant about business. This is a foodie film. Oh, there you go. Wow, I, I was about... I was trying to help you out, but it ends up being. I honestly haven't read anything I about this movie. Don't see anything about a teacher here. Okay. Oh, I here don't... we go. No, 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 no. You're right. To this end, she uses the high school subjects of the TV documentary that she's been making, Teen Speak Out. Ooh, it's for both of us then. <laughs> Ooh, awesome. This is great. This is We're totally going to cover this. Has nothing PSH related, but fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Doing a little self-programming here. Yeah. To die for. I'm writing it down. Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she gave a story of like uh, the awkward... She has to... Uh, perform uh fellatio 
in that film. Not oh, Al Pacino, like not yeah. You know, like, <laughs> no, not, I know. Not not not, Act, not, Cl- yes. not Chloe Sevigny style. No, I, I get it. Yes, yeah. She's, uh, yeah. Oh boy, we <laughs> we've gone into an interesting place today. Sorry, Hoff fans, but I, I think we're gonna go to a nice little. Uh, I hope I hope a place that you'll enjoy, Kyle. Well, I gave you a Christmas gift that you already opened, but I gave you a Christmas gift that you have not opened. I teased this about a month ago because we were just online I think it was the searching. Last mid-month, yeah. We were looking at odd Hoffman things you could buy online, and this came up. It wasn't odd. I thought it was cool, so I'm like, you know what? I'll get it for you. But I, I told you, don't open it till we can record this mid-month. Do you have it with you? Yes, I do. One of the... Okay, I think there's two things in there. One, I think I might have given you before, but like I just ordered it anyway, just in case I didn't. And the other one is Hoffman-related. <laughs> so uh, this is your late Christmas gift, Kyle. Please open and, and describe, since this is a podcast. All right, it's not wrapping. It's in a, it's in a bag, so that's the crimson bag. It's in a bag, bag. yes. Oh, all right. Here we go. Let me. I'm going to pull out both so I can talk about them at the same time. So... Do you, do you think that you've given me a Taylor pork roll mug before? Yeah, have I given you that or no? No. Okay, okay. No. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, a foodie oh, film. Inside, yeah. inside, thank you. Inside of said mug is uh, a few stickers, it looks like. Um, true New Jersey, or True Jersey, I should just say. Yes, this was like Contents a... Like under a, pressure, highly explosive. <laughs> this was uh, just so a Jersey. This is the company. Yeah, Jersey Spot that sold this stuff, gotcha. so... Yes, but that that's not the Hoffman gift. That's just the foodie film. No, no, gift. the Hoffman <laughs> gift is, is so two mugs, uh, if I hadn't said it yet. And it is a awesome mug that on both sides of the mug, it says the suck zone. And it's got a, it's just like black etching of uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman with the hat and the like goggles and the hoodie over the hat. And it's just, um, it's awesome. This is an awesome mug. Thank you very much. <laughs> See, not the everything. Pork, the Taylor pork roll is, is cool, although it says pork roll on it. But it says Yeah, but Taylor. it's Taylor. It's I Taylor. It's, it's a talking item. It's a good talking piece for someone who's at your it's, home. It's two more mugs. That's funny. But Dan, <laughs> uh, uh, thank you very much for the gifts. But, like, I, I, we got, like, I think, like, two mugs at Christmas and, like... <laughs> Four new pint glasses. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna have to go through my mug collection and uh, maybe. Uh, oh yeah, I have so many mugs. Too many mugs. Yeah, <laughs> They're yeah that and like yeah, that and like the like my sister. I don't even drink coffee. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're not a coffee guy. Uh, yeah, I got like two. My sister made me. I gotta post them. I haven't done it yet, but she made me. She made them like two coffee mugs that say foodie films on them. Two pint glasses nice. that say foodie films on them. Nice. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's cool. She was very proud of herself for making them, like you know, getting the label on and everything like that. And then, and then Danielle's mom got me uh, two pint glasses with it's kind of like a map of like Yankee Stadium on it. It's they're cool. So it's just yeah, four new pint glasses and and now four <laughs> new mugs. So. <laughs> well, there you go. You gotta have coffee parties or something. Exactly. Or just I have I have you know what? Not not one of these. Maybe one I'll take out of the cabinet. I just have a regular kind of cup thing for pens on my desk, so a coffee mug will be a good replacement. Yeah, you could uh, use it for everything. You could use it, I don't know, <laughs> other stuff. Yeah, toothbrushes, <laughs> pennies that come out of your pocket at the end of the day. You know, <laughs> if there's a flood or something. Yeah, 
the suck zone. Ah, so good. That's awesome. Are you the kind of guy who like gets in the bath and then has like a cup of water that just like that bathes himself that way? Oh God, I can't tell you the last <laughs> time I took a, a bath. I was, that's funny. I was watching a Bill Burr stand up the other. I think his most recent one the other day. He's like. He's just like, yeah, I was trying to, like, decompress. I was like, you know what? Like, women take baths. Like, maybe I'll take a <laughs> bath. And he's just like, what grown man can, like, look at a bath and not just be like, oh, this is where I'm going to kill myself. Like, <laughs> Come on. It's so wrong. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, I hope yeah, you enjoy topics. your suck zone. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> hope you enjoy your suck zone mug. I'll suck down some coffee. <laughs> we were looking at weird, like... Hoffman quilts and Hoffman oh yeah odd was... stuff so that's that's where yeah. I saw that I'm like you know what this is funny <laughs> <laughs> well thank you well Kyle are you ready to spin the wheel of Hoffman to see what we're gonna watch yeah, how many how many do we have left of like Let again you guys if you if you guys are very very odd one to first join us uh, you know on but uh, <laughs> if this happens to be the first one this is psi still love hoffman where we're re-watching all the films that we've like gone in depth on already and this this is kind yeah of we're like, re-watching you know, the DVD hits you know commentary yeah so we're re-watching the hits but the it's not just the, it's it's the ones that you know he definitely either stars in or were like a bigger part of his career or he got some recognition for so it's not some of these you know Especially in his career, it's just like he really worked his way up, so it's not a lot of his earlier films. Actually, I'm curious as to which... It's got to be something like Talented Mr. Ripley, or... Did we do The Big Lebowski? Like, I feel like, you know, Twister, those are probably the earliest ones that, you know... We did all those. Yeah, that that were involved. So it's not going to be... I don't know. uh, You know, my my boyfriend's back. (laughs) No. One of these is an earlier one, one of these is a later one, and two, I think the, I'll put it this way, the four that are left represent all, like, four different parts of his career, more or less. I think I know three of them. Can I get, can I? Well, what's the early one I'm saying? Not, there's no, like, super early one, but what's the early one? Oh, the early, Magnolia? Magnolia, yes. That is left. We have Magnolia on the wheel. Okay, and then Mission Impossible 3? Yes, and I would say that's peak you know, not peak, but like that's the the start of him being an A lister. Yeah, that was the beginning of Act Three. If I when we broke down his career to three acts, if I recall correctly. And I would say the next two are one is like more like peak in the middle of him being an A lister, and the one is t- the end. Oh, oh, um, wait, I know one's a late quartet. Yeah, so I would say that's kind of like. Not that it's an A-list movie, but that's when he's doing a lot of movies. He's getting equal billing with top people, you know. Maybe a movie okay. that went under the radar, but yeah. And the the last one we haven't covered is... Uh, oh, God, why am I blanking on the name of the movie? But Gunther Bachmann, right? Yes, A Most Wanted Most Man. Most Wanted Moon Man, yeah. Okay. All right. I forget gonna... who they're going after in that film. Who's the Most Wanted I, Man? I do not remember at all. <laughs> I just remember his amazing <laughs> accent and just being like, oh, cool, yeah. Hamburg. <laughs> so, all right, I'm going to spin the wheel. The wheel is spinning. Well, Kyle, break out your classical instruments. I know you were a drummer by trade, a, a train <laughs> a trained drummer, but uh, the drums are not involved in this film. Not, not really. We're going to be talking a late quartet. 
Nice. That was one uh, that, you know, I mean, it was towards the end of his career, as we were kind of just saying. But uh, I just remember it being a very pleasant surprise because neither of us had seen it before uh, upon, you know, watching it in the initial run of P.S. I Love Hoffman. So, um, and I don't, I, I don't think I've watched it since. So I'm, I'm looking forward to, uh, the rewatch. Well, it's, it's, it's Philip Seymour Hoffman, Catherine Keener, uh, Christopher Walken. And then there's that, I know it was directed by an Israeli gentleman. And I think the other, the actor is Israeli as well, right? Of the, the fourth member. Of the yeah. Movie. He wasn't someone I'm too familiar with even today. Um, his name oh, is, what's the Mike Ivanar. It's like a emo- Imogen Poots. Imogen Poots. Okay. Imogen Poots. Yeah. 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 Cool. <laughs> All right. Yeah. No. Looking forward to it. Christopher Walken. You know, if if we're watching yeah! a film for for hundred and five minutes, you're you're gonna get some peak walking. Ooh, hundred and five minutes under two hours. I love it. Uh I love a good. Which is nice. Under two hours. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah, and reteaming with. Uh, Catherine Keener, you know, he was in Synecdoche, New York with her and, and Capote. Yeah. I mean, she's one of his big collaborators. So excited to rewatch this one together, Kyle. And let's see, that'll be on, ooh, 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 we we better be good. It's the first of the month, February 1st. Groundhog's Day. No, is that the second or the first day of the month? So we'll watch Bill Murray instead. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. February 1st, we'll be watching A Late Quartet, and thank you guys for listening today and listening to that episode, hopefully, and continuing our journey on these Hoffman films with us. We appreciate it. Remember, you could check me out on my other show, High School Slumber Party, wherever you're listening today. And Kyle, you have another show too, Foodie Films, but you're on hiatus, so you can still check out the episodes. Yeah, guys, go in. There's there's a hundred episodes to choose from of variety of food centric films and some great conversations i have with food lovers and food creators and uh, all in between so uh yeah this time last year i just recorded i did my uh what i called my new orleans takeover and uh and then come february i released five episodes that were all new orleans guests and uh, uh i miss that city so much so check that out and uh, go saints Oh, rooting for the Saints. That's who you're picking. Yeah, that's who. Um, that's who. I, yeah, you know, I was goes against my beliefs and uh, not to root for another NFC team as a Giants fan. But uh, unless they're playing the Giants, I'm uh, I'm rooting for the Saints. Well, guys, if you are listening to this and the Saints have already been eliminated, you know when we recorded this episode. I'll just put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kyle, then why don't you uh, tell everyone what they can do, I guess? A little advice? I don't know. I don't know what, how to... The, yeah, just a, it's, a, it's a mantra, right? It's a mantra. It's a mantra, yeah. So stay on cool. Thank you. I believe in miracles. Since you came.